Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 112 of Turtle Recall. I am your host, Jason Sohail, and join with me, as always, is my ever-so-lovely and totally not planning to take a vacation at Dimension X wife, Anna! <laughs> no, I'm ready to take vacation anywhere, even, even uh, Dimension X. Even Dimension X? So, like, you know, if I, like, you know, decide to cancel our Disney plans and tell you, oh, honey, instead of going to Disney this year, we're going straight to Dimension X, you would be okay with that? Thinking about it, I think uh, no, I'm not canceling Disney <laughs> in any circumstances. But uh, I take it back my sentence. I don't take vacation anywhere. <laughs> I don't want to go somewhere that the sky is red. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, like you know that whole like red sky and like you know, uh, in a volcano island and everything. It doesn't seem that appealing to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, so this week we are going to be talking about the episode Dimension X Story. Uh, some really fun stuff uh, going on there, and I'm just going to say this right now. I really feel that this episode was written to be a season premiere, and it didn't air as a season premiere. Um, but I'll go into that when we go into our uh, episode uh, discussion. But before we go into our discussion about the episode... I want to actually talk about with you what you think of the Mutant, the Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem uh, trailer. Because I got to talk about it with Mike, but I didn't get to talk about it with you, honey. Oh, the trailer of the movie? <laughs> yeah, the trailer of the new movie. Uh, I really like the art. Yeah. And uh, I thought the characters are very cute. And uh, uh, I love the, like, the excitement. And... Um, I think this. Uh, I really like that they um, they learned from whatever people said in the last projects and yeah, and the last movie too. <laughs> yes, and then upgraded to this. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Um, like I I don't hate the last two Ninja Turtle movies. I know a lot of people uh, did hate them. Um, but I wasn't a big fan of the turtles uh design um i just thought i just thought they looked too monsterish and like they try to add some like fun stuff with like street clothes and everything and i i was like felt that like the everyone else who tries to make ninja turtles what they're trying to do is try not to fall into the trap of having four identical turtles and i felt like the last two movies they went too much of this radical design that like it changed them completely and i like the fact that like we're going back to basics and like yeah they um they all like look different which they should but the but they but when you see them you think of like ninja turtles you don't like think of like you know, like, what are these uh, monstrosities? And especially with the last two movies, like, they had those big uh, nostrils, and I thought that was, like, kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, but I, I love the designs. I love the animation. And I mean, I'm going to say this. Uh, uh, Into the Spider-Verse was one of my favorite movies. I saw it in theaters 11 times. And I really liked that this one. I mean, of course, the director is one of the co-writers of that movie. But it has like that that uh, that same like kind of like animation style that Into the Spider-Verse had. Uh, I mean, I've seen some people online... Um, be like, oh man, I, I don't want all the movies going like this because we just watched uh, the latest uh, Puss in Boots movie and we saw a lot of like <laughs> Spider-Verse. Yes, it's funny. Like, it's, I feel like that director like uh, cracked some code. And right. Now everyone like... Now everyone wants to do it. Yeah, everyone like... Now, like, now, now everyone wants to do... Now everyone wants to do that. I... I I call it the Pixar effect um, because back in like whatever, like in the early uh, 2000s when Pixar was getting like so popular and like uh, like the like everyone was trying to get those uh, designs to look like Pixar and to make everything be as real as like the Pixar movies were. And like we stopped having like animated movies like doing like out of ordinary things because Pixar wasn't doing that. Yeah. And I, I, I think we're going into now we're going to like, everything's going to be probably for the next, like, I don't know, 10 years. We're going to see a lot of this, like spider verse, like frame skipping, uh, action, uh, watercolor effect, that kind of stuff. Like, because like, we're like, I I know it worked for Spider Verse, and it feels like everyone is like trying to like recapture that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I. I yeah. I, I like that. Oh. For me, the most. Oh, uh, like. I mean, personally, for me, uh, I really like the art. Yes, I actually really like the art. Uh, something I really liked about the the trailer was like they had like this um somber music in the background and it was actually like playing like the notes of the original uh theme song i thought that was pretty cool like oh, really? yeah I, I, um I'll, I'll show it to you again like because you you pointed it out last time but like i know it's been a while since you've seen the trailer yeah it's, it's, a, it's a good while yeah yeah because like because you you caught it last time too but like you probably like forgot about it but yeah like like the like it, it's just like this like kind of like this piano version of the uh, like a slow version of the original theme song, I thought that was uh, pretty cool. Uh, and uh, honestly, I'll, I'm liking the voices. Of, oh, uh, fun fun fact for you, honey, because uh, the voice actors are uh, it remind me of uh, like the the Spider Man again so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you would like to know this: uh, the voice of Raphael is the main character from the Mighty Ducks show Game Changers. Like, uh, um... Yeah, you told me. That, yeah. that was very interesting. Yeah, I thought that was pretty... I was like... Because I was like, I see... I heard that name before. I heard that name before. And then I looked it up. I was like, oh, it's from the Mighty Ducks show. And, like... Because oh, we okay. both really like that show. Uh, and I, I like the fact that they, they actually hired teenagers to yeah, play as, exactly, like, teenagers. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, because... I mean, we've talked about this so many times on this podcast how like the turtles in this uh series they're supposed to be teenagers but they sound like they're like in their late 20s like so, so it is like nice to actually have them actually like be like the actual age um uh that they are um uh, i mean honestly i think sometimes like the sound 
uh, has a much more important role than the actual animation. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely agree with you. You see how much, like, like for example, Peppa Pig, how much, like, how cute it is. I think more than the animation, because animation is very simple. I think that's the sound that is, like, um, like bringing that cute uh, signature to it. Right. use the young people. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, you know, this, this movie comes out in August. It's not coming uh, long enough. Uh, like, and I will say the I will the only thing that's kind of missing is trailer. And I know this is just a teaser trailer. This is the first trailer. We're gonna get a full trailer uh, probably like in a couple of months from now. Uh, I'm predicting that the full trailer is gonna come out when the Transformers movie comes out just because uh, usually because that's also a Paramount movie and usually like uh, the studios like the pair like the actual trailer with like one of their movies um, and uh, because like uh, we didn't really see much of the bad guys and like we, we saw a brief shot of Roxanne and Bebop and that's it like so uh, like you know it, it is I am kind of curious like you know how the bad guys are coming, but I will say, like, because they revealed the voice cast, and there's a lot of mutants in this, uh, movie, which I was kind of surprised, and, like, oh, uh, so, and I will say, like, the, the voice cast actually is, like, a really stacked voice cast, and, like, like, there's some, uh, there's some, like, uh, actors I'm really excited to hear, like, I, I'm a big Maya Rudolph fan, and she gets to play as a character named uh, Cynthia Utram. Oh, I'm and I'm just curious if that if that character is actually going to be an Utram, or is it going to be a human like that's disguised as an Utram, like like just like just like things like that. Um, and and like uh, also uh, John Cena is coming back. He was uh, Draxum in the Rise. And Rise season one, uh, and he's actually coming back as Rocksteady. I thought I thought that was actually fun. Uh, and then uh, it's funny. Uh, Seth Rogen is going to be Bebop, and he was Pumbaa in the latest Lion King movie. So he's just going from one warthog to another warthog. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're both. Who's going to be uh, a Splinter? Oh, Splinter is one of my favorite actors, uh, Jackie Chan. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I love Jackie Chan. Um, I mean, and now I know Splinter's supposed to be uh, Japanese, and ja- and Jackie Chan is uh, Chinese, but I'm is okay with that. Oh, uh, I mean, I think he's in his fifties, uh, maybe his sixties. You know what? Hold on. Uh, I'm curious how old uh he is. You know what? From now on, I think I ask you the correct question. I don't ask you if, if he's old. I'll ask you. How old is he? Because for some reason in your head, people that uh, like what you call old is so far from what I call old. All right. Uh, okay. I want you to guess how old he is. Uh, 65? 68. You're really close. I want you to guess how old his wife is. No. His wife was born the same year as you. Really? Yeah. So just imagine you just married a se- like an almost 70 year old. Just gave up my birthday on a podcast. I I I I I, I didn't give your birthday. I just <laughs> he didn't give the number, but people are going Google it. <laughs> now I think all the world are googling. Uh, yes, all the world is like now googling. Uh, uh-huh, I don't care. I already blocked the person who was bullying me more for my age. <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> 
if you're out there listening, don't bully Anna about her age. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah no i just it, it was just to me that was because like, when i saw like when i when i saw like the year um that his wife was born i i thought that was like the year like one of his like children were born and like i was like oh like yeah so that's I mean, usually, usually the celebrities they, they get younger wives that is true they they i'm not saying i'm not saying that i'm young i'm just saying like in compare with him, like the wife is like much younger than him. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm young. Oh, you're very young. <laughs> you are totally young. <laughs> All right. Um, this subject is. Yeah. Yes. This is going to a very dangerous subject. Let's go ahead and bring on newscaster Mike, and let's get him with uh, this week's uh, Ninja Turtle news. You ready to move on? Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and get started because the first thing I kind of want to talk about is kind of a more of a uh, somber uh, note. And uh, that is, the uh, I am unfortunately to report that uh, Michael Reeves uh, has passed away on March 20th, uh, which is uh, about, if from this recording, it's like uh, eight days ago. Uh, so uh, he lived to be uh, 72. I um, I couldn't find what was the cause of death. I know he, he had Parkinson's. He, yeah, he passed. He passed away from Parkinson's. Oh, okay, he passed. Okay. Um, so uh, Michelle Ivy, who does Calvin Corner, was the one who had uh, put it out there. Uh huh. Um. So yeah. So he he passed away recently. Uh, just and we we had tweeted about it and we talked about it in our news segment. Um. Yeah, just what a, what an amazing dude! Like to have his like his hand in so many different projects, like right. just just incredible. Yeah, no, it, it, exactly. So for Ninja Turtles, uh, he was involved for a a good like a good amount for season two to season four, um, and he did writ, written some of my favorite episodes, which which he does which w- does include. Uh, Turtles on Trial. I actually really love that season uh, three episode. That's like one of my favorites. He he did write that mm-hmm. one, uh, and then he also not like he single wrote some of the episodes, and then he also had like some co writing uh, uh, co writing uh, credits on uh, some some of the episodes as well. Yeah, just listen, just just an incredible dad, dude. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, so let's go ahead and like uh, you know pick up the uh, the mood here because. Uh, uh, so Mike, I know, uh, last weekend you went to WonderCon. I did. You did. And, uh, you know, I know Funko had a, uh, a present, uh, a panel, uh, and they did a bunch of reveals and, uh, they, we did have a Ninja Turtle reveal within their panel and, um, the Biddy Pop, uh, is going to be including Ninja Turtles. We will get a uh, four pack of Ninja Turtles. Uh, if you guys don't know, Biddy Pop is basically it's those pop figures, but like super small. Basically, if you wanted your NECA figures to have their own pop collection, guess what? Now they can have their own pop collection. Uh, I specifically was not there for that reveal. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm not really a pop guy. I think we talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a pop guy either, to be honest. Um, I had another friend had to, like, you know, show this to me because he knew that mm -hmm. um, if he didn't... 
like uh, sh shout out to Pirate Steven. Um, you know, if he, he like he, he knows how much I hate pop, but like he has to make sure that I am up to the date on pop figure news, so I share it on Turtle Recall each week. But these do look kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, they are pretty cute. So, uh, if you, for the people on the audio podcast, uh, right now they've only announced uh, one so far, uh, one pack. I'm guessing there's going to be another pack, but this pack will have will include Leonardo, Michelangelo, April O'Neil, and then there's a fourth uh, mystery pop. I have never collected any of these bitty pops. I know all of them come with a fourth mystery one and i don't know what the fourth mystery one is i don't know if it's part of that franchise or if it's like some random one they put in there uh so i i don't know how that actually that the the mystery one works so uh you know you could get another ninja turtle or you could like i don't know get like uh freddy uh whatever whatever his mascot name is I hate to say it, I, I as much as I'm not a pop guy, I might actually get these uh, just because I think, especially when the sewer playset comes out, I think this would be like fun to put on the shelf, like on the wall over there, just on a background. Even nah, it I'm totally holding, doesn't belong, but I'm holding, I'm holding strong. Uh, yeah, you're holding strong. All right, uh, and my curious, I just really want to know, I you know, the, the that that mystery thing. Oh, also, uh, if you guys don't collect the bitty pops, like, uh, they they come with the shelf, like all like so in it, the shelf is like so you can like stack it in on each other, so you can do like your own like mini uh bitty uh pop collection. So, um, uh, yeah. So well, that's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, it, it is kind of neat. I mean, like. As much as I don't like pop figures, like uh, like the, the they have like uh just things that what this one has that I'm kind of like oh that's kind of like a neat kind of thing. Brian Flynn from Super Seven uh broke out to us yesterday from a Fouche, uh podcast, and uh, I forgot to put the Fouche podcast uh, link on the description. So I um after after this video gets released, I will put that um uh, put that video in, in description so you guys can find it. Um, but he has given us an update on TMNT Ultimates Wave 10 because of the big controversy. And if you guys don't know what the big controversy is, it is racking. Um, so um, in a nutshell, uh, we are he is basically racking is going to be coming out of Wave 10. So if you guys pre-ordered uh, racking on Wave 10, uh. It, it, it you're gonna find that that can't that order will be canceled and then but Karai will be replacing racking on wave 10 and then racking will be coming in wave 11 uh so uh, and this basically comes from uh pretty much how people are disappointed um with racking uh mike and i we went over this like uh two weeks ago uh, i know we both gave our opinions i know uh we both have mentioned that he just looks like insert uh an red red hair anime guy uh uh so uh like you know and i know o'brien went um over um over some some stuff but uh what do you think of this uh mike uh i'm a little bummed that they're bumping him um i mean to be honest like i think i I think I said I was out of uh, Super Seven. Super Seven. Um, after the van, I'm just kind of like, I think I've got what I wanted out of the toy line. Right. Um, unless they come up with something that's like really just oof, um, that I just can't not have. Um, I 
done. I'm just kind of over um, of this line. Like, their human characters have always kind of been a uh, mixed bag. Disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of a mixed bag disappointment. Like, April yeah. was pretty was pretty good, uh, in my opinion. Casey was, wasn't bad. Uh, but you start to really notice things like the lack of, um, the, the lack of like double elbows and knees, like, and it's just, we're, we're just at a point where it's like, come on, like, and, and I know it's part of super seven's thing. Like that's, that's the articulation scheme that you're going to get when you get a super seven ultimate figure. Um, but I, I would be fun to play with. And it's like, I look at my desk and I don't have any super seven figures out right now. Uh-huh. So I'm going to be excited for Karai. Cause this is one of the first Karai action figures. If, I, Cause I think she had one in the 20, in the 2003 line. She, okay, and then so, she had so, like, so Karai had a 2003 one. line. She had one in the 2007 movie. She had two in the 2012, um, like basically the only cry they didn't make was for Mirage and the uh, the Michael Bay movies, the uh, the Platinum Doom, uh, the two Platinum Doom movies. And so and so, like, and so like, uh, like, because I've seen people like report this is the first cry action figure. This is not the first yeah. cry action figure. This is far from the first cry action figure. I mean, but uh, like, 2003 but it's we got first, two cry action figures actually because we got the one first, first. collector. It's the first collector's Karai figure. There like you go. Neca it's the first collector's even, Karai action figure. Neca hasn't even done a Karai yet. So yeah, it's yeah. yeah. It on on the novelty side of that, this is kind of like with Scratch, uh, where it's like this is kind of a historic figure, but it's like at the same time, like I'm looking at that elbow bend and I'm just like, that doesn't look fun yeah. to me. Um so my I mean, first, like I'm a I'm a big Karai fan and uh, like I'll probably end up getting this, and I know the concept of this. This is supposed to be what if Karai was made uh, in the '87 uh, series, and like what would her action uh, figure look like? Because she has she has the foot symbol like on her chest, um, like and that is like the actual like footprint that we've seen from the show. Um, but like, uh, I mean, and I've said this many times. My big appeal about Super Seven was that it was the closest thing we can get to an accurate uh of the original like classic line and i wanted yeah. i wanted to be more of those classic figures that's why that's why like gorilla gorilla i have like no sentimental value with it and i have like no plans to get it unless if it gets it goes on the outlet deal for like 20 bucks um and <clears throat> uh like uh like but like you know but characters like Robotic Rocksteady and Bebop, I was really excited for because I never had those. Uh, the the Rocker Turtles, I really want all those just because uh, I never had the complete set um, uh, of those. Uh, it's yeah. just that uh, it's just like you know I have no atta- like I have no attachment to Cry. Uh, I I was one. I was not. Um, I wasn't happy with uh, Racking. Um, and she, uh, like you know, uh, I I just my problem with Rat King was like in 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 his interview he didn't like 
he didn't even come out and say that, oh, this is supposed to be Shredder's Revenge. They kind of like briefly touched on Shredder's Revenge, but there was no confirmation this is uh, uh, Shredder, Shredder's Revenge, Rat King. It's just obviously they've taken mm. some elements from it, um, but if it was supposed to be Shredder's as I said, if it was supposed to be Shredder's Revenge, they did a horrible job of trying to make it Shredder's Revenge. Um, and and Brian, like in the interview, was pretty was pretty wishy washy on yes. a lot of stuff. Like he didn't he didn't confirm that playmate said was the one that had like done this. He he used very like specific kind of PR language to not piss I, off I any anybody. Yeah, like he's not he's not gonna just come out and be like, oh, playmates is at fault here. Right. Screw playmates. Like he's not gonna do that. No. Um. No, he, no, he's not going to do that. Something that he did kind of mention, though, is that he said there's probably going to be a soft uh, TMNT relaunch. And that, to me, kind of tells me that, like, the whole, like, oh, making these figures uh, look exactly like the the action figures uh, that we grew up with is, like... It's not going to happen uh, anymore. And as Mike Mike was saying, it was it, it very wishy washy um, like thing because he wouldn't he didn't come out and say he just said we can't step on anyone. He, he said we can't step on anyone's toes like I don't know like twenty times during that interview. Which that was also something that we had said. Like we yeah. we had said maybe they're going to do a um, like a new mission statement for the line, right? Um, and I, that's. Like we said, kind of what they're gonna do here. He like he mentioned specifically that they're gonna be relaunching the line with kind of a new mission statement. Right. Um, he didn't say what that was. He didn't say when that was either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't say um, when that was. I mean, because I'm I'm pretty sure right now they're pro- like. So what he did say that he said uh, a, a wave ten is pretty much in the books. It's it's already done. So we'll probably see that coming up. Like probably like in uh, four or five months. Um, and then they said like they also have plans for wave 12 and 13 but nothing permanent um for that just yet yeah. um but yeah like um uh, and like yeah he did like you know he was he was mentioning how like you know it's like oh we can't like you know he, he was all he mentioned specifically like where are we getting uh these design where exactly these designs are coming from and like you know uh and it's funny because like at no point like brian was like mentioning like oh these came from the action figures it was um uh the person uh, i'm i'm blanking on the guy from fuchsia said he's the one who brought it up if it came from the action figure and uh, mm. brian was kind of like kind of like just going along like it, it, it was clear that he was trying to avoid some stuff and to be honest like we probably won't get the whole answer from this unless in like 20 years from now brian makes a uh memoir book or something like that where he's ready to like reveal this stuff um i mean because this isn't something like a company who's actively going to be making uh figures from a from a uh licensed product to just keep going because like you know you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you yeah and so it just we're not gonna get anything concrete like that um, so it, I mean, honestly, that's fine. I'm glad that they're going to try and renew the mission statement and who knows, I might even be interested in, uh, what they come up with in the future. Right. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm partially excited for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, to be honest, like 
I'm, I'm glad they're going back and reworking uh, Rat King, uh, just because I I personally, the uh, my big reason I didn't like this Rat King, I, I just didn't, I really, it's the head I didn't like. I didn't like um his, uh, his head. I just felt, I just felt he looked too young. And like, mm. you know, if like, if they did like something where they at least made him look like, if they made him look more like the Archie comics or more like uh, the cartoon or even more like the Shredder's Revenge or something like that, like without going direct copy of like that weird face that Playmates had, um, like uh, I would have been, I w- like I would have been okay with it. Like you know, I mean, if they were, I mean, I don't know if they're able because I know uh, Neca's doing Archie comics now, so I don't know if they're able to do Hatan Lord Hatan, um, but. If like they could, that would be that would be cool too. But uh, I'm just curious what the updated look is gonna look like. I like I I just want something where it looks more like Rat King and less like his teenage son. I mean, and that's that's fair. Like that's like we talked about last time. So right, uh, but yeah. So that I mean, that's the big news. Uh, check out when he when Jason puts the link up for that. Yeah, uh, the the Foosh interview. Um, it's about an hour in, so it's, yeah, it's about an yeah. hour in. Uh, if you check my tweet, I actually uh, cut to like I have it start right at the Team and T discussion. If you just only want the Team and T discussion, um, but uh, yeah, like I, I think the Team and T discussion starts at like at thirty minutes or something like that. Um, but uh, there's other interesting stuff, especially because I'm a big Disney fan, so I, I like to hear everything he was talking about the rescuers and everything. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I'll be honest, like when he was talking about Thundercats, I, I've like, I, cause I'm just not interested in that line. I kind of skipped all that. Um, so, uh, I, so the big thing, uh, that pretty much happened, uh, that was announced last week. Um, well, it's, it, it's two things. They're adjacent to each other. First, um, uh, first, like a Paramount. Paramount Games, I think that's what it, the, that's what the company's called. Um, uh, it's not. It's not a company. Okay. Um, so the uh, I think it was Peter Rosen, the senior VP of gaming products okay. at um, at Paramount. So okay, okay, okay. it's okay. not a. And so this is this would be the guy who um, ver- who licenses out. Um, the, the Paramount brands for gaming and, and whatever. So this was a Polygon exclusive interview last week where uh, where he basically had basically announced that The Last Ronin would be adapted into a video game um, kind of based on the gameplay of the recent God of War games for uh, the PS4 and right, PS5. Right. Well, so before we get into The Last Ronin, actually I wanted to talk about the Mutant Mayhem is actually coming to Roblox. Um, like, I wanted to get into that one first. Uh, oh, well, then there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the, like, I, I think this is pretty big news because Roblox is a very popular game. It's, it's, I mean, it's not up there with Fortnite, but this is, like, pretty much Fortnite adjacent. And uh, it is, like, now, I mean, parts of me... Parts of me, I'm kind of bummed, only because I I have a uh, I have like a uh, what's it called a guilty pleasure of uh, licensed games, and I loved movie tie-in games because I mean because movie tie-in games were always not good, and I knew they were not good. I just 
always like playing them. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, even though like the production is like Russian, that kind of stuff, but those are things of the past, uh, like really because of like how much game development is costing and they're not making um, like the good, good returns anymore. Um, but, mm-hmm. but like, so we're having our mutant mayhem characters, uh, are going to be available in Roblox, and Roblox will have like specific, uh, like Ninja Turtle like missions, uh, and and that kind of stuff. So it's not like like so. There's going to be some like dedication for Mutant Mayhem for that game. It's just it's not. They're not. We're not getting a fully fledged Mutant Mayhem uh, game uh, for that. So I don't really know a whole lot about Roblox. I thought it was more like a Minecraft kind of experience where you can kind of build whatever you want in there. So people build like their own games. And I, right. I know Roblox through like the toys that, that I see in the toy aisle. Right. Not right, right. Because be you can use the any... toys also in the game. It's like, yeah, like, yeah. It, not that there's going to be any Roblox tur- like, no, no, there's not going to be any Roblox uh, figures uh, for this, but like you will be able to like you know um, download and uh, purchase like Ninja Turtle skins for your Roblox characters. And, right. Uh, yeah, and then and 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 like I said, they're going to come with like uh, Ninja Turtle missions. So uh, that's pretty much going to be our Mean Mayhem uh, video game. Um, like you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a mobile game to go with uh, Mean Mayhem because that is like. The other thing that like that goes with uh with with uh, movies now is like they do like they'll come out with like a I mean usually it's like a match three game and be like oh hey it's mm-hmm. uh you know it's it's Ninja Turtles like and that kind of stuff uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that comes out uh but uh like yeah we're not gonna get a uh, dedicated uh 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 mayhem game but uh we are gonna get a triple A uh game we don't know we they have not announced who is uh publishing it yet but we are getting a game that's going to be for based off the last ronin uh comic book series yeah uh so like i had said this was this was announced uh last week where um the senior vp just basically said uh it's a couple years out but they're really excited to do a last ronin type video game and he specifically had mentioned that they wanted to kind of pattern it off of the, the latest God of War game. So it'd be kind of like that action RPG. Right. Um, and that is really cool. <laughs> that, yeah. um, certainly got everybody very excited. Um, a lot of people kind of, you know, poo-pooed it because it's not a traditional Turtles experience where you would be able to play all as all four Turtles. Um at once right so, um, I, uh, one of the one of the fun theories i saw was that like you know different levels in the game would be like the different flashbacks um which i think i think that's a neat idea so. i I, th- I think that's a good idea and I, I like to be honest i could see something like that um like you know it's funny because all right um uh, I, I hear this constantly constantly from people they're like oh i want a i want a ninja turtles game like arkham asylum and 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 then like this gets announced and the first thing they say is what we can't it's not a traditional ninja turtle like and it's like wait wait no you you can't have one without the other like uh because i've always said this uh ninja turtle games for me i i never wanted like a uh 
I never won like a single player uh, Ninja Turtle game because the single player Ninja Turtle games we have. Uh, I mean, I ha I love the NES game, um, but like I have more fun with uh, with the second with the arcade games. Um, and that's just because I think it's more fun multiplayer. Like the the Team and T two thousand seven movie game um, was very lacking of a lot of stuff um and that's and uh, i really didn't like that it was only it was locked at single player um but mm. with all that said um uh, the fact that this is last ronin i think this works good as a god of war experience type of game because yeah. of the uh subject matter of the uh, and like i think this this is actually what i would like, you know, I, I couldn't think of a scenario where I'm like, oh, I, I want a single player uh, experience, a triple A experience with Ninja Turtles. But then, like, you know, they gave it to me as they said, oh, this is the uh, it's like, oh, this is last Ronin. And I was like, oh, OK, no, I want this, like, to be honest, like, because uh, like, you know, multiplayer stuff like, you know, uh, that's why I love Shredder's Revenge. Shredder's Revenge was exactly what I wanted with a modern uh, Ninja Turtle game was four player just chaos and i mean that was actually six player but that was even better yeah um so we like while we do have those experiences it, it does suck for those people um what i what i did find interesting is that um like we had said the this game is expected you know in a few years right so it is specifically not the the triple A game that was announced last year. So I think this um, is actually is that was, the triple A game that was announced it is, last. It is. It is not. It is. It is one hundred percent not um, that game. That game is still due for twenty twenty three. See, uh, because when I was at WonderCon, uh -huh. I spoke to Tom Waltz, who wrote uh, who wrote the last Ronin, uh -huh. uh, and he and he had specifically said this was not that game. This, he specifically said on a, that this was not that game. Yeah, he specifically said that this was not that game because when he had talk, called, because uh, apparently he did not even know that this game was oh. being made. Um, so so that was fun. Oh, okay. So <laughs> see, uh, yeah. because I so this is what actually what I assumed. I assumed that this was this this was that game, and the only reason mm -hmm. because if there's a triple A Ninja Turtle game coming out this year i wouldn't call that a triple a ninja turtle game because i mean that that production had be would be so rushed if they haven't if we haven't seen anything on it yet and that well like, remember it was only it was only announced last year that it was in production it wasn't it wasn't like announced that production had started on this game we don't know anything about that game we don't know how long it's been in production right right so it's it could be a lot further along than people realize, uh -huh. um, which is which is why, like, I'm kind of believe that this is going to be, um, or that that's still on, on track for 2023, because um, honestly, they also haven't said anything otherwise. So, um, but that was a lot of the big buzz was that like, oh, like this must be the 2023 game from last year. The article that Polygon had written just specifically does not mention that, which is why I've always questioned it. So right, right, okay. Uh, so, no, I'm, 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 I'm just like very curious about it now, just because I mean, because you would think, because we're in, 
almost halfway done with uh, no we're quarter done i'm sorry um we're, we're quarter done up to like 2023 and we haven't seen anything i mean for me yeah. a triple a game uh would not be like i can't imagine a triple a game being announced at e3 and then come out like uh like three months later three or four months later because uh i mean but that has happened that has happened in the past like that's not an unheard of thing Okay. Okay. I mean, I mean, well, I, I to be honest, I don't know that much about uh, vi- uh, video games. Uh, like that, that's like a media blind spot that I have on, on myself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like you know, uh, and so I'm, I'm not like uh, so that that's why I'm more of like kind of kind of shock um, shock with it because I think I personally, but but uh, I, I would have think that this was uh, more of that and also like, but you know, I know. I know the AAA game uh, that they said from last year is also supposed to come with um, like action figures and that kind of stuff. So, like you know, we'll see. Uh, like you know, like uh, I mean, you know, um, like uh, so, so we'll we'll see. Like you know, if the announcement comes, I'm I'm sure the announcement will come like sometime soon. Um, if it's supposed to be this year, uh, like but like it like to me it would be crazy if. They actually have if like they've if they're doing like you know like Shredder's Revenge last year and then a new game this year and then this game uh, like you know probably like two or three years from now like it's just it's just like it, it's it's just insane like like how they're doing uh, the um uh, how they're doing it with like just the the random Nickelodeon um, and game compilations in between and also license uh, l- license like Roblox and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so th- well, I mean, we're, we're going into a whole brand new era of TMNT. So yeah. Yeah. No, you know, no. Just get, get ready for everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm definitely getting, I'm definitely getting ready, ready for everything. Um, I'm, uh, I, I'm just like, I'm, I'm just very, very curious because like, uh, me personally, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't see anything coming. But I mean, at, like you know, at the same time, I, uh, um, like that could be wrong. And at, 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 and I am actually curious if there, if the game, if they actually, if there is a game that's being worked on this year, if it actually will be coming out uh, this year or not. Uh, only because we haven't seen anything on it yet. Because game yeah, release I mean, is so common. I mean, I'm yeah, sure. it, it's 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 very it's very possible that the original game that was announced um, could be delayed. Yeah. But uh, specifically they are two different games. So that is a Ninja Ninja Turtle Power Hour Turtle Recall exclusive reveal. That's that's right. That's right. There there you go. There's your, there's your exclusive reveal. I mean, uh, you know, and especially if Tom Waltz has not been working on, Unless Ronan, but he has been working on the other game. Then obviously, obviously he's working on something. I mean, you know, it's not like you know, it's his. Well, gonna... he's got the last. He's got the last year's uh, stuff. So right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I'm. I, but yeah, I'm really curious about this game. Oh, uh, like you know. Um. And once we get like more information, like on on who's developing, who's developing it, what systems it's for. Uh, but I'm just gonna say this: I think this is the perfect opportunity to bring Last Ronin uh, to uh, media uh, because video games kind of skew more towards the older audience. The older audience is the ones who buy uh, more of like the, these 
seventy dollar video games, and uh, while the while the younger audience, uh, like you know, the um, they're more on mobile and that kind of stuff. I mean, so I mean, I know a lot of people out there is like, oh, we wanna. Um, you know, we want like Last Ronin on in, in um in the movie theaters and that kind of stuff. And right. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. And that's that's just because I don't think any studio wants to take the risk of doing a rated R Ninja Turtle movie in the theaters, uh just because uh statistically it doesn't work because the people that have money that are in charge of this kind of stuff they don't look at like oh they look at ninja turtles as a kid property and like they like there's no right now other than comics but comics is like a fraction of a sale of like uh tv shows and movies like they don't see that as a oh this is definitely gonna uh do well in theaters right All right, and just as a quick reminder, uh, Mike and I, we do the news live every Tuesday night. uh, Oh, gosh, what time do we? 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I really, I I know when we do it. I I, I really do. Uh, And if you guys were wondering where we were uh, on the week of, uh, on March uh, 20th, uh, or I should say March 21st, well, that was Iranian New Year's, and so I had to tell Mike that that is a holiday and that we couldn't uh, record that day. And the first thing he asked was, uh, he didn't know that our country had its own New Year's. Also, I need to make a uh, correction, honey, because um, Jackie Chan's wife is not your age. She's not even close to your age. Oh, uh, yeah, they got married. They got. They actually. They actually got married on the year that you're born. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that actually gave me more respect for for Jackie Chan. Um, but even I'm, when I'm 68, you can't tell me old. No, you're. When I'm 68, I'm middle age. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You. 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 you don't. Middle age that you have to call me. Yes, I, I totally will. Uh, and um, also. Uh, uh, Jackie Chan's wife, uh, Joan Lynn, she's actually one year older than, than Jackie Chan. So, you know. So, I said it correctly. You said it correctly. You 100% said uh, everything completely correct, and I misread the internet. This is what I don't do. I don't read the internet correctly. Uh, so, um, for you guys that were Googling her age and, uh, and like, being, uh, uh, misdirected on how old Anna was. I apologize, um, but that is, but yeah, Joan Lynn and uh, Anna are not the same age. All right, that's my correction for this uh, for this podcast. All right, you ready to talk about this is some people going into another uh, planet, honey? Yes. All right, let's do this. This week we are talking about CBS season. For episode 17, The Dimension X Story. This originally aired on November 3rd, 1990. This was written by David Wise and directed by Fred Wolf. Honey, you want to give us a summary here? How come you never <laughs> Because we've determined when we started the podcast, you give the best summaries. I just remember there was there are neutrinos in this episode. So the story started with uh, the turtles. Uh, they are like 
they're sneaky going somewhere and then we see that they're going to store to get like to get like a movie that is very hard to find which I in this part I was thinking of Nico <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then they they get the the movie and it was only one and everyone like oh we want it and everything uh, so then they came home they were happy they wanted to watch the movie they were watching it then suddenly like in the middle of the uh, video they see um, I think they see Shredder if I'm yeah 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 it's, yes they saw Shredder because Shredder like took over the TV yeah it was Shredder took over the TV and then um, from the other side we see that the Vernon uh, is being like a very good um, uh, is getting very popular in uh, having the news and everything and um, Vernon is telling the April that uh, you have that they ha she has to uh, try to get a like a better news uh, and Vernon still feel competition with uh, April so then the turtles uh, um, then the sh Shredder want to do a revenge on on the turtles uh, so they asked them to go to a place and um, the turtles go to meet the um, uh, Shredder and then um, Vernon, since he was in a competition, he wanted to do everything to to get to get to capture good news. Also goes there, and then there was a like a tornado that captured him, and then um, the turtles and everyone. Uh, the tor the tornado, I think, was from Shredder. Yes, was from Shredder. Uh, so it captured all of them and uh, take them to the um, Dimension X. And then uh, in Dimension X, we see neutrinos that they come to help uh, turtles. And then we have all these um, stories in the Dimension X that at the end, um, and even uh, April Irma uh, are also over there. And uh, Vernon is still doing the competition with uh, April to get the best story. And um, at the end, um, with the help of neutrinos, uh, the turtles uh, like win and uh, get the um, shredder, bebop, and rocksteady and drop them in a like a laundry machine or something. And um, uh, Mr. Thompson told Vernon that April's news was so much better. And uh, sounds good. Yeah, that's perfect. That's pretty much that's what happens. Like you know, that was definitely a story about and, Dimension X. Yeah. Uh, we see some uh, new bad guys and uh, yeah, 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 creep. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no. We see some more like people from Dimension X that like we'll never see again. Um, but yeah. Uh, so uh, before we get uh, breaking down this episode, I'm just gonna say this. I really think this was intended to be a season premiere. Uh, this probably was supposed. Maybe this was supposed to be the first episode for CBS. I know in season four. Like, the syndicated season four, we had another episode, like, that was the season premiere where it kind of explained that the, how, like, sh like, Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop, like, or actually, I should say, just say, just uh, Roxanne and Bebop, they go back to Earth, and, like, that's, like, another instance of, like, the Turtles, they're thinking, oh, we're done with, uh, with, with Shredder and Krang, and, like, you know, we have nothing to do now, because, like, this episode starts out with, Oh, everything's been so quiet because there's no Shredder and Krang, which, I mean, this was like, you know, the 17th episode of like CBS season four, 
while we had like another syndicated season four and the European season. So like we've seen plenty of Shredder and Kang. So there, there's no, so that's, that's one reason I think that this was supposed to be the season premiere. Oh, uh, and also like, this is like the Technodrome is still like trashed here. And if you remember the early episodes of season four, like the Technodrome was in a bad shape and they couldn't like, you know, they, um, they couldn't like do, they they didn't have much uh things working because like they were in, they were stuck on the thing. And also this episode mentions the fact that like the, something that we've now known for like I don't know like almost like a year now um that the I the crater that they're stuck in also has a volcano. And this one acknowledges like you know it's like Crane like it's either Crane never noticed the cr the volcano was back there for like. I don't know, 17 episodes of this CBS season, plus the 15 and 13 episodes uh, that we had prior, or this is intended to be written to be much earlier um, for the show's uh, life. So, does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Did you get those vibes that, like, everything kind of felt, felt like it was kind of like, like, it felt out of place? Yes. Yes. I no. I think you're right. Yeah. I, f I felt that too. Yeah. Like I I I just felt like that's the way I just felt. Um, and I mean, and I I can see season four having two season premieres because like one because there was the syndicated version and then there was a CBS version. I can totally see that happening. It's just like it's just. I really felt like this was supposed to be the first episode to air on CBS. But, okay, let's go ahead and start breaking down this episode. Because um, we break but, down... Uh, this one oh. is... You, you thought this one would be the first, but uh, right now it's... It's episode, like, 17 for CBS. Yeah. Um, but I, I think this is supposed to be the first one for CBS. Because the first one for CBS was The, the Fly, uh, when Baxter comes back. I felt like this was supposed to air before that one. Yeah, but I mean, in general, I mean, uh, I get what you're saying and it makes sense. But in general, uh, I'm still a little like um, not completely understanding of this CBS kind of stuff because, because um, I mean, I never like because um, I have no idea what CBS is, is a channel, well, right? Yeah, CBS is a channel. Uh, CBS is a channel. So okay, like back in 1990, uh, we had season four of Ninja Turtles. Um, but it was airing, season four of Ninja Turtles was airing on two channels. It was on syndication. Syndication it just means that, like, local, uh, channels, um, uh, pick it up, um, for, uh, for here in Georgia and in, in the Atlanta area, um, that happened to be Fox, like the, um, our Fox network was the one that had, uh, Ninja Turtles, um, on weekdays, like after school. And then... But then, uh, but but starting this year, uh, the the bigger channel at the time, uh, CBS, they also had Ninja Turtles, and they were airing it on Saturday mornings. And so, like that was a big move because that was um, that was more eyes for this show. So like so, so that that's why I say syndicated season four and CBS in, uh, season four because there technically was two season fours. It's like it, it was a weird. Uh, time frame uh, uh during this time and like uh i mean ninja turtles was not the only show that had like uh their seasons split up in like two different channels like you know uh i remember uh darkwing duck 
also had um their season one was in uh two different channels and so was uh aladdin the series i remember that um like their season one was both syndicated and on cbs it's just like it's just like how things were working uh back then yeah all right you ready to break down this episode yeah all right so uh this episode like opens up like very differently from the other episodes and it does gives you this mystery thing i'm like oh what the turtles are doing because like you know it like it gives you that fake out of like oh they're 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 ready to attack something or like you know and uh and it ended up being that they're like it's Raphael uh you know uh trying to get a uh videotape um but it wasn't like the feeling of like those days as Nika or... Yes, 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 yes. Toy yeah, yeah, the toy companies. Like, you know, we're stocking, like, uh, you know, like, like being first, like, you know, I know a lot of people were trying to be, like, the first in line at, at Targets and, like, you know, trying to be, like, for this uh, holothon thing. They're trying to, like, get, they're trying to, like, make sure they get all the figures and everything. Uh, the one thing I wrote is, like, we saw Mikey in a trash can. Like, he jumped, he, like, he comes out of the trash can and immediately... I thought of Oscar the Grouch. What is that? Uh, Oscar the Grouch from Sesame Street. <laughs> you, you, you know the you, you know which character I'm talking about. Uh, which one? Uh, Oscar is the is is the character that lives in the trash can. He just <laughs> <he, laughs> yes 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 yes. Yeah, I saw, I saw Mikey coming out of there. I just immediately thought of Oscar the Grouch, and then uh, we go to Raph, and Raph actually puts on that creepy white mask. Like like when I'm. Thinking that we're done with the with these uh, creepy alien head white masks? No, they're back in this episode, and this would this is like another reason why I really think this was supposed to be the season premiere. And like, I mean, because this episode felt more like more of the season three than season four to me, uh, to be honest. And because I, of I, the mask. Yeah, because of the mask. Because we have not dark. seen that mask. We have not seen that mask in forever. I think you're right. Now that you're mentioning it. Uh-huh. Because, like, they kind of, like... I felt like in season four, they did away with them. Uh, because we didn't... We did not see it... I mean, 100% we didn't see it in uh, the European side season. I don't remember seeing it in syndicated season four. I know for a fact we have not seen it in any other CBS season so far. So, like, I mean... So, this is, like, our first time with those ugly masks in a good while and like i said like this is why also i really think this is like a season premiere episode because i got a lot of season three vibes with this episode itself like it felt like they haven't like they didn't like jump into the new like to the newer stuff yet so uh so raf uh goes in like you know ninja flips into vic's video and did you pay attention to what uh what movie he wanted to rent I didn't. I didn't write it. Um, it was. Um, let me see. Um, no, what was the movie? It was Snow White and the Seven Samurai. Huh. I heard that it's Snow White. I, I was <laughs> like, uh, no, I'm not. Ri- I thought I'm doing mistake. I thought uh-huh. it's something else. I was like, oh, there's turtles. Well, why, why, why is the turtles watching Snow White? <laughs> yes, like so. Obviously, this movie does not exist. Um, but it was just funny how like it is like. They took, like, the classic story, Snow White, and then instead of Seven Dwarves, the Seven Samurai. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, so... Uh, at the beginning, when the people were running to the store to get the uh, that movie... Yeah. There was... Because there was a shot that you were seeing the shoes, and there was... 
one of those shoes was someone with high heels. <laughs> I was like, who in the morning, like, uh, running with high heels to get, like... Uh, the, to, to get Snow White and Seven Samurai? Yeah. <laughs> I remember, do you remember one day, early in the morning, you sent me to a mall to... Uh, yeah, to get uh, the Darkwing Duck pop figure. Yes. And I messaged you and I said, oh, they, they also have... Uh, what I said to him? Tony Shark. Tony Shark. You said, Anna messaged me and said, oh, they have Tony Shark. You want Tony Shark? <laughs> and I laughed hysterically <laughs> from that because <laughs> we all know it's uh, Tony Stark. But <laughs> I mean, at least she knew that that's Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, I knew that it's Iron Man. <laughs> so, um, uh, so, so, honey, like, do you remember like renting uh VHSs from like the video store? Oh, I remember. Yeah, so oh, every time I every time I saw this scene, I just I keep remembering the day uh my mom like wanted to go rent a movie for us and like and like cuz like um movies come out on Tuesday and and so like so uh she went into the video store to rent it for us on that Tuesday because that was the day that it was coming. It was something that my brother and I we were really excited about. I mean, I mean, honestly, it could have been Ninja Turtles. It could have been uh, the Power Rangers movie. Um, I, I I cannot remember what it was, but Transformer. Uh, nah, Transformers was a uh, too new at that time. Um, because uh, uh, like I don't think there was I don't think there was a Transformers Star movie. War. Uh, Star Wars, you know, I was, uh, my brother was into Star Wars. That's why, that's why I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother was into Star Wars. I was not into Star Wars, but it could have been Star Wars, to be honest. Um, but, but yeah, I, I can't remember what, what movie it was, but I remember she told me the story and like, I mean, I wasn't there, but the way she told told it to us like i can still picture it because i can picture it like i was there because she told me she went to the video store and this is the first and i think the only time she ever did it on a tuesday uh to she went there to go get the movie and she and she went there tuesday morning and she said like there's just like people outside the doors waiting for the place to be open uh and then like and she said like they all just kind of ran in and and she was saying like people were like grabbing they and she said like they had like stacks of like uh video cassettes like in their hand like and the thing is like when you rent a when you rent a video it was like you had it for like two days but so like what those people what they we what don't those? we don't know and like the only thing like my mom was thinking my mom was thinking like maybe they were um copying the movies or something i mean but like but it that is illegal and most most movies have like this copyright protection um so you couldn't do that um like um but like i don't know it was it was but yeah she was saying how crazy it was and so like every time i see the scene i just i always remembered my mom telling that story of like people like going crazy in the video video store and like i mean i personally i never experienced this um but I mean, I do remember back in the day, like if you if we wanted to rent a movie that came out on Tuesday and that like it was pretty much out because like p- 
people would go rent them all and everything. Of course, like now with everything digital and streaming, you you don't have those problems anymore. Uh, and I, I'm going to say this because, I mean, I see a lot of people, a lot of my friends online, they're like, oh, they have like so many memories of like, oh, of going to Blockbuster and it made an event out of it and everything. Oh, I have no memories of that. I mean, I, I used to rent videos from the video store, but it was not, I don't know, for me, it was not a magical time. I like, you know... I prefer how we rent movies now where you basically you go on Amazon Prime and just pay three bucks and you get the movie for like 48 hours or or you go to Netflix and Netflix um, has it like I'm like um, I, I don't hold like there's a lot of things I cherish from my childhood. The video stores are not one like. <laughs> Like whenever like people like bring up like oh man I, w- I miss Blockbuster I don't miss Blockbuster I don't miss those days. <laughs> so we go into our next scene and uh, we see the most amazing thing that has ever happened and that is Vernon has his own talk show the Vernon talk show. <laughs> I feel like they um I kind of didn't like this part because I feel like they. Uh, Are you telling me that Vernon Fenwick does not deserve a talk show <laughs> or with him in a suit and bow tie? I feel like it was so out of character for him. No, 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 no. This is what the world needs. This is what the world deserves. <laughs> a Vernon um, talk show? A Vernon talk show. And now, uh, I, uh, uh, as of this recording, we have not released this video yet, uh, but hopefully by the time we release it, uh, our, our, our video uh, will come out, but... You do remember, this is one of the TV screens in that accessory set from NECA. The, this is one of the TV screens. You, you know that NECA accessory set? Like we, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember I was quizzing you on it? And I'm, if you remember, I told you, hey, this is the next episode we're going to be talking about. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes. Uh, the, like, ah, did you like it? Like, um, in the suit and, like... <laughs> As a kid, I didn't care because, like, oh, I was, like, grown up to be like, oh, humans are boring. Um, but... As an adult, I don't know why I like Vernon a lot. Like Vernon, really quickly has be- as a as a uh, as an adult, Vernon has like really became like one of my favorite characters. I don't know. There's something about him. It's just like he just cracks me up. I mean, uh, I like I, I like Vernon, but um, uh, but I feel like I like that Vernon that has like I don't know in my head like Vernon is that loser guy with uh, in that pink shirt. Yeah, and all these things. I uh. I kind of like can't like uh, accept this version of. Vernon. You can't accept him with his own talk show. <laughs> so sad, very sad. Uh, yeah, so we we go to we go to Burn Thompson and like he's explaining to April that like her her job might be up because the Happy Hour News ratings have like have fell a lot. And everything, and she needs to do. She needs to get a story, um, or else like she'll like lose her job. And like I'm like, what world are these people living at where the news does not have enough ratings, and that it could be replaced by a talk show? Like, cause like okay, I'm I'm just saying this right now. Uh, especially in the '90s, in the '90s, Oprah had a talk show, and it was like super popular. Everyone loved Oprah. Her ratings was never as high as the local news because 
Yeah, because it's the local news. Everyone, everyone watches the local news. Like, you know, it's, I mean, it is something. It's like, like, if you want a safe, if you want a safe bet, like, the local news, like, airing the local news is, like, gonna, like, you always get eyes on that because people want to know what's going on. I mean, this is, like, this is, like, why, like, the the news is, like, is now from, like, 3 p.m. to, like, 7 p.m. I mean, it's because no other show can top the news. Like, it's just, like, you know, I, 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 I can't explain, like, why. It's just because... It's the news. Like people want to, people want to know what's going on. Like you know, it especially now that we, especially now we we're in a, a land where like everything you want is on streaming or you can watch at any time. The news is something you can't watch at any time. The only thing you can really do is, um, read the articles on like Yahoo or like you know on Twitter or like Facebook or that kind of stuff. But if you want to like watch it like watch the condensed version to get like as much uh highlights as you can you gotta watch like your news channel so i, I never was a fan of watching news uh not you know not many people not many people are i mean to be honest but like you know you have like people like i mean i know i know my parents were always watching the news um and I, I, I knew that uh they, they watched it like i mean Especially when I was a kid, like, they'd watch it from, like, whatever, five, five to six. Because, like, it, it was, like, no, we gotta, we gotta watch the news, we gotta watch the news, and everything. It's kind of like, kind of like how I am with those, like, late night talk shows, like, every night. Yes. Yeah. Um, but... You, you watch it more for... Um, I watch it more for comedy. I don't watch yeah, it for, yeah. like, because I don't, I don't care about current events. I just want... I, I watch, like, the, those, uh, late night shows for comedy, and, like, you know, um... But that's pretty much it. But yeah, my, my parents, like, that's how that's how they get their news was from the TV. And then a lot of people, they still get it from, uh, a lot of people still get it from the TV. Like, you know, that's, that's why CNN and Fox News and all those other news channels, they're not going away. And, like, local news, like... Local news, they're usually, like, very dark. I, I know, exactly, yes. Yeah! Because, like, they, they front load with all, like, the... There's a shooting. Oh, there's, like, this. There's that. Like, you know, I, this is why I don't like watching the news. Oh, uh, like, you know, e even, like, when we're, like, watching our, like, TV shows, like, Hell's Kitchen or that kind of stuff, and then, like, we have, like, the little blurb on the bottom, like, oh, here's what here's what's coming up in the news uh, next. I'm like, I, like, I don't want to hear that kind of stuff. It's always, like, you know, stuff that's, like, oh, no, I don't yeah, I, I, I want to escape from reality. But they get ratings. I mean, you know, this is, like, what the, this is what people who watch the news look for. I don't know why. Um, I think psychology people need excitement or they are worried about the future, so it's satisfying for them to. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think that people just need that excitement and everything. And you're right. Um, psycho psychology. Psychologically. Yes, there you go. That word. <laughs> um, they. Oh God, funny. I said. Uh, one word that you cannot say. <laughs> oh, I promise you, there's other words I can't say. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, but, but yeah, like, but 
but yeah, from that, like, they just, I don't know, they, because they need that excitement, and, like, and since it's, like, real, like, I, I think it, it, there's, like, some endorphin that goes on, is, like, that, that, like, makes them excited about it, or something like that, like, yeah. not like they want it to happen, it's just that, but it is, like, oh, like. Yeah, you see, that's, like, if in the street or something an accident happened everyone everyone slows down and turns is like oh what's going on yeah, like you just, know they just say to watch it's like yeah they just say to watch exactly helping. like why you want to watch right exactly oh uh, oh gosh okay one of my pet peeves uh and i've always and i remember uh how I, I was at a job and this happened uh so the receptionist at the office he fainted one day and then all of a sudden like everyone is like crowding around him in this big circle and just like watching and like in and and me and another coker we left and we're like and because i was talking about it i was like i was like dude i can't do anything about it and he was like i can't do anything about it too i was like yeah just standing there and just watching is not gonna help him uh do anything and we saw that one person actually called like uh, nine one one for for him because like uh like like I said he he literally fainted so and like but at that time we didn't know we didn't know why we, it, it just happened like right in front of us so we're trying to figure out uh like what uh what to do and like when is that's an emergency you call an emergency you just stand there and like watching this guy like on the floor that that's not gonna help yeah. like but. But people have like that endorphin of like, oh my gosh, I need to know what's happening. I need to know what happens next. I mean, what happens next is you just, there's nothing. It's like, you know, you just got to sit and you're like, wait. And like, but it's just, but you're right. It's an act like with an accident. People just want to know, hey, what happened? What, oh, who got hurt? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, it's, they're not there to do anything about it. They're just there to watch because it's something that's exciting that's happening right there in front of them. Yes. It's because... Uh, people don't like, like, unended story in there. Yeah, that is true. People don't like unended story, yeah. They want to know, they want to know, uh, exactly what happens, um, afterwards and everything. Yeah, so, uh, honestly, I am one of those, if the accident happens, I ignore it because I can't do anything about it. Um, if I witness it, I'll stay around and give a police report, um, the a police, the report about it, but... I, you know, if I didn't see anything about it, I don't need to know it. I don't, it's not, I, there's nothing I can do. I, it's not like I'm going to stop the car and, like, uh, go and, like, help the guy. Um, I sometimes... So, well, if I have it, if I'm in a situation where I can, but, like, it, most of the time when I see an accident, it's the police are already over there. Yes, there are, yeah. like, the, there are people that have more power, like, already helping. Right, exactly, yeah. Uh, so... So we cut into Dimension X. We see like you know. Uh, so did uh, you, before going to oh. Dimension X, did you see that there was a woman came and uh, asked Vernon the signature? <gasps> I did, and I thought that was like awesome. Like yes, yes, she a woman came in and asked for his autograph, and like this is like and she looked like a real woman. Like for the first time, they we saw a, like a like a real looking person, not like this like supermodel. No, uh, no, because I mean, all the uh, other women that they usually design in Ninja Turtles or the men that they are not the main characters, they're usually like a very character, like, like yeah, very cartoony and yeah. like, weird or something. But this one looked like you could compare it with April. Like. Yeah, yeah, no, no, exactly. And it, you know, at first I thought that was like Tiffany because like had that 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 Tiffany voice. 
If you remember, like Burns' uh, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, uh, of course I remember. Um, no, I was uh, thinking. Uh, I think Tiffany and uh, Thompson like they break up. Oh, oh, oh! They had to have broken up because uh, we have not seen her. Like I think we've only we've seen all the episodes that she's in. Like, I think Tiffany had better options. She probably did. She was like, you know, <laughs> look, the happy hour, news hour, uh, like, obviously, uh, the ratings have gone down. Because of that, she's like, Bernsey, I'm done with you. And, like, you know, and, like, you know, so that's why, like, Burns really needs, like, the ratings to go back up. And that's why he had to, um, you know, get Vernon his own talk show so he could uh, hopefully win back Tiffany's heart. By saying, hey, Channel 6 is back on top, baby. <laughs> so, so we cut, so uh, next thing, we we cut into the Technodrome. And as I mentioned before, like, this really feels like early season four. As, like, the Technodrome is not working. It's, like, you know, it it's in, like, a, a bad shape. Uh, and, like, you know, because, like, episodes before this, we've seen the Technodrome in, like, full power. Here, the Technodrome is still, like, oh, and, like, Krang's, like, oh, we gotta, we gotta leave this crater and everything, and, like, Shredder wants nothing to do with that. Shredder's, like, I need my vengeance on the turtles, because they sent me, uh, here in this dimension. Again, all this dialogue just feels like this is, like, something recent. Like, um, that's why I really feel that this is, this was, this was written to be the season premiere, and they just CBS for some reason aired it later in the middle of the season instead of like the beginning of the season. Um, and so, so then like Shredder does this whole thing where he's like interrupt, like you know he get he cuts into the um to the to the uh, television feeds of like of the people on Earth because like uh, because like uh he even sells says tells Krang like oh I got. I got a way to um, to hack into the communications on Earth, and like even Crane's like Earth. What do you need Earth for? We're in Dimension X. And he was like, No, I need the turtles. Um, and so, and then I had to write this because when Shredder gets into television feeds, the turtles are watching the movie on video cassette. Yes, yes. How on earth like get into the movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. How exactly? Was he able to, like, stop the movie? <laughs> it's really like these days that we have, like, internet and everything. Like, this is so out of place. For this is, yeah, this is, like, so out of place. I remember there's a episode of Tiny Toon Adventures where uh, there's a... They made a joke or it was, like, a, a news... Uh, breaking news that they had, like, sorry to interrupt your video game. And, like, the main character was all like, oh, it has to be really important if they can, like, interrupt my video game. Like, but that was played up as a joke here it's like like really this really should not happen ha- have happened um and like so not only this like goes on the turtles tv but, uh, sorry yeah like, uh, did you see what was the uh, the company of the um video um that movie what no was what, what what was the company no i didn't see the company name his name was Irving q let me show you Oh, let me see. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's like... Irving Q. Uh, Nakamura Production. I am so curious. I'm sure... I'm sure Irving is probably, like, one of, like, the producers for Ninja Turtles. I'm sure uh, Nakamura 
um, is like probably like one of the animator supervisors or something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I have, I have to look into it, but no, I didn't. I didn't. I really did not pay attention to like their their logo. Um, but I did like how like they had like that traditional like studio logo, and it, it was like this one. Like it was like a guy like banging a cymbal. Uh, so I, I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, so not only the shredder also interrupts this uh, VHS tape, which I don't. I, like I said, cannot happen, uh, especially in the '90s. Um, he also interrupts, like, pretty much every TV in, in okay, Channel 6. Sorry, uh, on the TMNT Pedia, they actually have something about it. Oh, what did they write in TMNT Pedia? It was on the, uh, uh, TMNT Pedia was actually the transcript. It was an explanation of what is that. So if someone knows, can let us know what is it. That's right, yes. Uh, so, not only does Shredder interrupt the vhs uh tape he also interviews like all the television stations uh pretty much in well i should say one television station which is a uh, channel six but like all the tvs are like tuned into shredder and everything and um and not only channel six has that somehow like n- the neutrinos are also uh, picking up the feed which shredder specifically said this is going to earth so i guess the neutrinos have like satellite tv on their cars to pick up earth channels but it just shows how uh boarding the dimension x is yeah yeah exactly um but pretty much like shredder over here like like does the whole like schoolyard bully thing he's like meet me meet me at the south side dump in one hour and like he's like threatening to like you know almost like they'll beat you up because like uh like you know like I, I mean i know you you're first you're a girl um and like you know you're like you're you're and like you know, you're you're pretty friendly and everything. No, um, but like in school, like the like you know, like uh, you'd always like hear the stories of like the bullies be like, "All right, man, um, th- three o'clock in the back in the back of the uh, playground, you and me, like kind of thing." Like you know, and it's supposed to indicate they're gonna go into a fight. I saw it in the movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. You've seen it in the movies. I mean, to be honest, I've never experienced someone saying that um ever um but like but yeah it, it is played up in the movies and that's what i felt like this like newscast is is his like like threatened like go beat them up and like he names the place and the time um and did you see that how much uh, quality of the life of the vernon changed he was in a <laughs> fancy room with a row yeah <laughs> yes yes it's like I got my own talk show. Oh, I get to be in my. I did see like I mean, money make people motivation. Like yes. motivation. <laughs> he dropped the robe and ran out. Yeah, he dropped the robe and ready to like film this. And of course, like April's gonna go uh, film this, and she brings uh, Irma along too. And uh, something Michael at, um Michael Atkins uh, pointed out. He says like you know Shredder, uh you know appears in the uh, broadcast and tells uh, where the turtles meet. And everything, and then like April tells Irma, "Oh, don't tell anyone." But at the same time, Shredder just pretty much told everyone on Earth. And then when the thing is like when they go into the dump, no one else shows up. It's just the turtles and like <laughs> and just the Channel Six News. No other news station is like coming over here to film this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I loved this callback. So. You saw, like, Shredder, he had that teleporter gun. Uh-huh. 
if you remember, that was a teleporter gun that he used in the Usagi, the first Usagi episode. When uh, he was trying to get like the foot soldiers. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like, oh, I, I, I meant to write down what it was called. I can't, I can't remember what it's called. And here, like, it had a different color. I, I want to say in the Usagi episode, it was like more whitish, uh, bluish kind of thing. Here it was like kind of brown. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that like they actually like brought this uh, thing back. Uh, and then so uh, also, I, I, okay. But I'm going to say... Before the Talos go, um, uh, it was when that Esperantia came to talk to them, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Because, like, you know, they're like, oh, we got to go here. And, I mean, to be honest, like, Raph had, like, one of the best lines. But, um, oh, before I talk about that line, oh, um, like, was there anything that you want to bring up for what Splinter said? Um, no, I think I want to talk about what uh, Raph said, but, uh... Uh, now that you mentioned um, Splinter, I'm saying like um, I told you like when it's taxes and uh, <laughs> Splinter is going to call the turtles my son. Right. Because now we're close taxes and he starts calling them my son again. That's right, he did. Yes, it's close to tax season. He's like my sons, my sons. I got I got to list you as dependents. Yeah, be careful, my son. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I, I I love this because like. Because, like, over here, like, so the turtles are like, oh, should we go there? And, like, oh, and, and like, you know, they're like, oh, this, like, they're, like, basically saying, this is pretty much a trap. Like, you know, they're like, this, we know this is a trap from, um, from Shredder. And then, like, so Donatello was like, well, we can't just not go there. Um, that, that wouldn't be, um, that wouldn't be hero-like. And then Rafa responds with, but it would be smart. And I loved that. I, I love that the fact, like, first they they like bring this up. It's like, you know, it is like, oh hey, we don't have to go here, and um, but like you know, and they give like perfect reasons why they shouldn't go there. But it, and then but they do like, but like they they bring up, but like obviously they're still gonna go because first we got to move the show along, and second, like you know, uh, it's the honorable thing to do. But I just love I love the way like Raph like delivers that line too like uh, Rob Paulson like really delivered it like awesome like and there's a lot of lines I will say that Raph had in this show that were like so memorable I I actually really liked it yeah but um uh, uh, as much as this one was uh, cool the line that I wanted to uh, like made me a smile was uh, Raph told a Splinter uh if if we didn't come back in um like i think in three days or something like that three days cancel my subscription yes yes i know i I like that i I think it was like the turtle monthly or i can't remember what exactly it was like whatever like the thing (laughs) i uh what's the subscription exist those days oh yeah we had magazine subscriptions i I was i personally was subscribed to nintendo power and disney adventures those were two magazines like you're probably thinking of like streaming services because like now when you think of subscription you think of like online subscription online subscription but yeah no we had magazine subscriptions back then so they would charge your credit card or how was it yeah they would yeah they, they would charge your credit card or oh uh, i think like my parents had like mail a check every year or something like that uh-huh. like um I, I think that's how I think that's how it worked. I know I know like they didn't charge you monthly because like there's no way they would have been like oh send us a check this month like you know I, I'm sure it was like every 
six months or a year or something like that. Um, and back in the day, you could subscribe to comic books. Like I, that's something I do miss. Like, uh, like I, I wish like they kept that. That way, like I mean, I, I love. I mean, I'm not saying don't support your lo local comic book store, but I mean, just but getting it in the mail is kind of nice too, especially like uh, during the times when uh, you know the pandemic when all those places were closed. Uh, but so we go into the dump. We see like the we see like the turtles are in there, and then we also see um, we see Vernon. And did you hear what Vernon said? What, uh, what he said? He actually says the full title of the show. We now return to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He said, "Oh, look, it's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles," and he starts like filming them and tries like get an interview with them, and like you know the turtles are like, "Go away, Vernon. We gotta like." Do hero stuff. But when, when the um, when the tornado came, uh, like, uh, did you see that the April was trying to save Irma? I was she trying to save Irma or was she trying to save her camera? <laughs> I think she was saving Irma. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. She so tried to get Irma's hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she she she, she tried to get Irma's hand. No, oh uh, yeah, yeah. So we we have a whirlwind <laughs> that comes here. I mean, I don't, I don't know why I was thinking she was more trying to get the camera more more than Irma, but you're probably right. She probably tried to save Irma. But this is like I, April retirement. I thought I'm the only one who was like uh having negative like thinking about like no. Irma uh, April has some humanity. <laughs> yeah. Um no she definitely does, but like so we have so so yeah the world comes in at first it sucks up um uh, April, Irma, and Vernon, and while the turtles are like holding on, like into trash, um, and everything, and then like, and then like Mikey, Mikey sees that, like, yeah, Mikey sees that April and Irma are gone. He was like, I gotta go save them, so he like lets go, uh, and then like, and then like Raph was like, okay, Mikey's going, I'm gonna go too, and so, uh. So oh, so they intentionally let yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my, both Mikey and Raph, they intentionally let go while Leo and Donnie were, uh, were, were holding on, uh, like, so, like, uh, so they could, like, bring everyone back. So, uh, but, but yeah, like, but Mikey was the one who was, like, who, who intentionally, um, uh, let go and everything. And so, uh, so in Dimension X, now we have, April, Irma, uh, Vernon, Mikey, and Raph, and then and then uh, while Donnie and Leo, they're still uh, on Earth, and then uh, so in Dimension X, we do hear this from uh, Mikey, like you know, because he shouts out, "Cowabunga!" Oh, <laughs> uh, as like you know, as like they're. Uh, running uh, from like whatever danger uh, uh, they were in, I, bel I believe uh, Rock City were chasing after them. Uh, and then, uh, and uh, I love this. Uh, Raph also had a nice, uh, um, had a nice line. He was like being uh, sarcastic uh, towards a uh, uh, Vernon, and um, and and he and he was like, "Oh, I guess we should just uh, uh, clap uh, clap our hands so like the fairy comes back to life." Oh, he said that. Yeah, yeah, and you know what that reference is to, right? Not Pinocchio, uh, uh, Peter Pan. Yeah, because in the in the play version of uh, Peter Pan, this was not in the Disney version. Um, but 
in the in the play and uh when you go see it uh like uh, in theater and that kind of stuff um uh, like because you know like uh tinkerbell uh dies um and and then like you know like they go straight to the audience like all right guys uh clap your hands really loud to bring tinkerbell back to life and like so everyone in the audience like they clap their hands and then oh, tinkerbell comes back yeah like uh but like i said that wasn't in the disney um version but then like i know there's like there's like several uh peter pan uh, movies out there and everything and uh, I know, like, some of them, uh, I remember there's one in the 2000s where, like, they kind of incorporate that, like, where, uh, like, I, I, like it was just like, I do believe in fairies, I do, like, well, because, um, like, because obviously you can't, like, in a movie, you can't look at, like, the audience and be like, alright, guys, clap your hands, because what if the audience, what if the people in the movie theater don't clap their hands, then you look foolish when you're looking at the movie theater and then, like, they're not doing it. <laughs> you know, it's... Also, I would love... I mean, I know this doesn't exist because there's no way... <laughs> there's there's no way, like, the, um... Like, uh... Like, they would, like, not have audience participation. But I would love to see a... Uh, a Peter Pan, like, play and no one claps their hand. I just want to see what they do. Like, uh, like if the actors, like, can prepare for that. Like, oh, no, what do we do? I was like, oh! Guess Peter just guess Tinkerbell's gone. <laughs> we're just we're just gonna have to end the play from here. Bye, guys. <laughs> they probably say that. Oh, I can't hear it. <laughs> yeah, no. It's more likely, it's like I can't hear it. Like just, <laughs> all I know is if I um because I, I think it's like Peter Pan that gives that line. If I was like Peter Pan in that situation, I would just stand there like I, we're not going anywhere till you <laughs> till you clap your hands. We we got the ushers. We locked the doors now. <laughs> <gasps> I, I kind of want a Peter Pan book right now. You want? Uh, we'll get you a Peter Pan book. You know, so uh, you, you know Disney's making a new uh, live-action Peter Pan movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's coming. I think it's coming straight to Disney Plus. I don't think it's coming to theaters, but uh, we'll we'll see if that movie they incorporate clapping the hands to bring back uh, Tinkerbell. I, I, I want. <laughs> they, we, we have a very cute sticker in our. Um, going up the stairs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, going up our stairs that says never grow up. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly from Peter Pan. Exactly. Uh, so, the next thing we see, we see, um, like, you know, it's the, it's Leonardo and Donatello, they're with Splinter, and they're like, oh, we gotta get the portal generator, um, uh, working, and, like, Donatello's like, oh, we don't have enough parts, uh, like, you know, and I, the Splinter's like, oh, I bet Channel 6 does, like, something like that. And, again, I'm going into why I think this was written to be uh, earlier. Because if you remember two episodes ago at Poor Little Rich Girl, if if you remember, like, Dantel has a line about, like, oh, the last time the portal generator blew up. And in this episode, at the end of this episode, the portal generator blows up. What happened in the last one? Like okay, so if you remember, uh, two episodes two episodes ago in Poor Little Rich Girl or Poor Little Rich Turtle, sorry, uh, Donatello said that the portal generator blew up one too many times and they couldn't get it to activate to rescue Buffy from, uh, d- from Dimension X. Uh-huh. And, um, uh, and like in in this episode, at the end of this episode, uh, the portal generator actually blows up. If you remember. 
Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, so this is why I also think that this is why I'm still going to my theory that this was supposed to be earlier. This is like this episode was not was aired out of order. Uh, yeah, so like there's all these clues and everything. So, um, so Thank over here, we, I, I 100% I should be. Um, so, uh, over here, like, this is just weird screen transitions because, okay, so we go from Leo and Donnie in the sewer. Then we go to, uh, then we go to, uh, Mikey and, uh, we go to, uh, Mikey and Raph. You know, I completely forgot to mention that the neutrinos came and, like, saved them. <laughs> I completely, like, forgot to mention this. Yeah. The because they're in Dimension X and they want to bring these characters back. I mean, there's a lot going on in this episode. Yeah, I think that it was just very unnecessary. Uh, to be honest, like they could have cut them out. We we didn't need all those daddios and that's a man's plan or whatever. Yeah, uh, it was too much character. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, you're right. We 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 were getting into like too many characters. Like I'm kind of uh, like also like feel like it's a good while that I. Uh, we didn't have anything uh, funny from Crank. And, to be honest, it, w- it was. In this episode, he was more of like just the person to move the story along. He didn't really have to crack any jokes or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but so so like I said, the the train the screen the the scene transitions over here was weird because we went from like Leo Leo and Donnie back to like Mikey and Raph for like. For a few minutes and everything, as like you know, we're seeing like uh, them like go, uh, going through uh, Dimension X and like them trying to uh, break into the Technodrome and everything. Um, and then we go back to Leo and Donnie and like where they're like, "Oh, we gotta go uh, fix the portal generator. We gotta uh, uh, figure out how how this works and everything." Then Donnie goes like, uh, "Um, I'm pretty sure at this moment." Uh, Raphael is probably thinking, uh, what are we doing right now? And then, like, we jump back to Raph and Mikey, and, like, where Raphael was like, you know, right now I'm kind of thinking, what is, uh, what is Donatello doing right now? Like, and it was just like, I don't know, it was just, like, weird, because it was just, like, just cut, 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 cut. And, like, I understand that... Um, like they were trying to put all these pieces together in a very unartistic way. Right, right, exactly. Because I understand the joke part. I mean, the, the, I, I understand the whole joke part and everything. And I, I, I'm not mad at that. I'm just, but like, it was like, we already did like this quick uh, scene transition. And like, you, then you just give us another quick scene transition. It was kind of like, why well, couldn't like, like, I felt like they should have, like, cut it to be more flowing than, like, we're just jumping from Dimension X to Earth, like, so many times. Uh, so, so now, so, so now we're, after we, after, after that whole, like, kerpopple over there, uh, we go back to, we're, we're here in, uh, in Dimension X, and, uh, we have, like, you know, the, the, the turtles, they're in the Technodrome, and, uh, they they find like Shredder and Roxanne and Bebop and and like you know and like Shredder's like ha ha time for my revenge and like you know Roxanne and Bebop are like uh, blasting them and everything and did you see what Mikey pulled out? Oh, his nunchucks. Yep, his nunchucks again. This felt like a season three episode because 
Oh, like at the, like you know, Mikey's nunchuck has been like very missing, like really missing. And here, there is no sign of a turtle grapple. It is just straight nunchuck. Like it, like. Oh, so this is this was, as you said, an old episode. Yeah, it felt like an old episode. It really felt like an old an old episode because, like, I mean, oh, you know, because not only did Mikey like pull it out, he actually like used it. Like you know, he actually like threw it. And everything. So, like, oh, again, I'm, again, I guess, like I said, I'm just getting season three vibes uh, uh, from this in, in general. Uh, and I love Raphael's line here because, like, he starts jumping and then he says, he, he also shouts, cowabunga, and all that jazz. I just like the fact he added all that jazz at the end. What's all that jazz mean? Like, he's just, just basically saying, like, oh, oh, uh, you know, like, oh, uh, um, like, you know, he, like, uh, like, just, oh, gosh, how do I explain it? Um, like, kind of, gosh, darn it. Um, like, <laughs> like, 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 saying, like, um, oh. etc. Yeah, etc. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I thought that, I thought that was uh, pretty funny for, um, from Raph. While this is going on, like, Vernon takes April's camera, and, and then, like, he steals one of, like, Shredder's, like, uh, vehicles, or I should say Krang's vehicle, in, in the Technodrome. And, like, I just had to write, like, how did Vernon learn how to drive a vehicle from Dimension X? Like... Yeah, they suddenly changed uh, Vernon to a smart, successful, <laughs> rich... <laughs> right, exactly. Like, so, yeah, he's all... Yeah, they accepted Vernon with all those muscles, but <laughs> we can't accept him. <laughs> when did you become a talk show host? You just learn everything. You learn how you do everything you can from other dimensions. Uh, and so... There are some scenes, uh, there's more than once in this episode, that we see the turtles and uh, Neutrino, Irma, Vernon, April, everyone. Like all this group that they're running and towards the camera and the background is just like, changing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it does that like that looping animation thing, like where it's like they're continuously running. Yes, it's like one of those like Avengers uh, kind of scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I no, I agree. It's very like superhero like. Yes. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with you there. Um, and so so like you know, Ver, um, uh, Ver, Vernon leaves. No one, no one, no one notices uh, Vernon leaves, and then. The turtles, like, uh, so Mikey and Raph, I should say, uh, they knock Rocksteady, Bebop, and Shredder into the biggest laundry machine. <laughs> and I just gotta wonder, like, okay, first, we've never seen Shredder, Rocksteady, or Bebop change clothes. Krang is a is a is a brain with a <laughs> android with two with a bubble walker and an android body. He probably has more than one. <laughs> I'm just, and the foot soldiers are just robots. No, I kind of want to see that. What? Yeah, what the heck are they washing? And like, I know the Technodrome is big, but what? What are they washing that they need this huge laundry machine? The laundromatic, I should say. I think we need a laundro, laundro what? Laundro laundromatic. We need the laundromatic. Yeah. The amount uh, of <laughs> and uh, something Michael Atkins like pointed out. Um. Because uh, because Raph says like, oh, uh, we'll push a uh, superwash, 
But he says the button actually says super clean. There's a miscommunication here, guys. Come on. Is it wash or is it clean? Come on. Yes. I was just curious. I was like, I thought that it was a scary message. Like, uh, if someone goes in the laundry, you don't push super wash away. <laughs> no. It's dangerous. It is very dangerous. You know, they changed the freaking uh, Lilo and Stitch movie on Disney Plus to make sure, like, that it doesn't look like uh, Lilo's coming out of the uh, washing machine. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, now I give, I give the show this. Um, it would have been easy to do like the the laundry. Um, have it like where, uh, it spin. Um, it spins around like vertically. But at the same time, most people's washing machines is like the other kind. Um, and which is like where you where you drop the clothes. Um, on top, and then like, and it's be and and it spins around. Like, in a circle, like... Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, because... Okay, first things first. Anna does not like that washing machine. Does not like that that style. Um, where, like, it, it's top like... load. Yeah, where you load from the top. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's because... I mean... Oh, and, I mean, I, I don't blame her. Because, like, her height and everything... She has to jump to reach the clothes that's on the bottom. Yes. Like, she has to do this, like... I mean, I, I've seen it. It's cute. It's it's cute the way she does it. She jumps on top of the wa uh, washing machine and she just yeah. So we have a front loading uh, uh, washing machine and like there's no way we can go back uh, like to top loading because uh, because like you know uh, um, unless Anna want to wor really work on those glutes. This <laughs> is for like like someone with very long hands. Right. You, you get a stick to pull it up. So. So, do you see when they when they push super uh, super clean, super clean or super wash, whatever? Uh, first, I first I got like worried for what happened to them, and then I then did you see that those robots that they was like washing them, like scrubbing them with the sponge? And <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just it wasn't just like they go on a circle. No, 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 no. They didn't just go in a circle. No, they had like some robot hands and. <laughs> Like this is this is what this is the kind of laundry machine that we need. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Especially if you could like wash my kids without argue. Yeah, without argue. Yes, exactly. Oh gosh, toddlers do not like baths. I mean, they're like freaking cats. <laughs> uh, so, so the next scene we see is that we see like um, the turtles, the neutrinos with April and Irma. Uh, they're in that. They're in the main computer room. Uh, where like you know like we're there um basically where like uh the bad guys uh portal thing is at and since the technodrome is still kind of like not working um the uh their portal's not working and so like you know they're like oh no how do we how do we go they end like uh they end up like contacting the turtles and like um uh, and like Dantel's like oh we got the parts from channel six we got uh, uh, things like uh, uh, ready to go. We we can get it open. Uh, before I get into that, I do want to mention that like because like the Technodrome is like kind of trashed and like uh, there's kind of like uh, just just uh, trash everywhere. There is a big there's a big pile of mess that was in the middle of the floor and on top of it there was a bathtub. I don't know if you saw that or not. Or not. No, I didn't see the bathtub. There was a bathtub and I, I just like. What is the bathtub doing in like the main computer room 
in, of the Technodrome. Like, when the Rock Soldiers shot them down at the season three finale was it that did they shoot it so hard that like their bathroom supplies ended up in their their main room oh now i see it yeah you see it now yes yeah yeah uh and uh like you know so so dantel's like all right uh all right we, we got it ready uh, uh let's go in and like you know mikey's like okay we're all coming and like april's like trying to do that whole like oh guys uh we're missing something and like but no one's paying attention to her and then all of a sudden like when they're when they're ready to leave and they're like oh no uh uh vernon's not here and like they actually have this debate of like well we should leave him here and then they're like no we gotta go get him (laughs) oh and so 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 they have that um so they end up so so they're they're gonna end up uh, leaving the technodrome so they like the but the weird thing I will say is like we get to the after after that whole part now we get to a scene with Shredder and Krang and they're in the and they're in the main computer room like did they just like like did when when Krang was over there waiting for Shredder to come out of the laundry did did like he just happen to miss the turtles like I mean it, it like. Do you know what I'm, ta- do you know what I'm say- saying? Yes, yes, that was a mistake. Yeah, it was a big mistake. I mean, that's like probably should have gone to another like room, put them in another area. Um, but but here is where like Krang discovers again. I'm gonna. I, I know I've been beating this as a dead horse, but this really feels like a season premiere because he because Krang discovers that there's a volcano in there's on so on the much crater. Going on yeah, but it, it, it is kind of like, there. there's no way that if they spent a majority of, like, a year, oh, like, at this, at this crater that they now discovered that there's a volcano there. And I want to say there's an, there's a couple episodes before where, where they try to do, where they try to do something with the volcano too. I can't remember, but but again, I think this is like this is supposed to be an early episode because there's no way Krang would have missed that there's a freaking volcano at the back of the Technodrome. Yeah, I just feel like the the, the writers they keep messing up with like nature, physics, uh-huh. kind of stuff to make the stories. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't think this is a I really don't think that's more of the fault of the writers. I think it's more of the fault of the uh people airing the episodes no i'm not saying yeah it's their fault i'm just saying that's how. oh yeah yeah I, yeah no I, I i know what you mean so so we cut to uh vernon and we see that vernon is pretty much like uh, as i want to call it the star wars cantina uh because uh it's a alien outpost where like people can drink and i'm going to say this those like mugs and everything, they really do look like alcohol. Like yes. I mean, I know they're like different colors, but like those mugs, those look those look like beer mugs. I thought that was a beer mug, but what was it? Oh, uh, it's supposed to be whatever alien drink, because like these are like aliens. I mean, for a kids show, they're not gonna go and like, ha ha ha, I'm drinking beer, but it had like, bubble and everything. Was it? I say it had bubble and everything. Yeah, yeah, it had bubble, had the foam, had like you know, like. Obviously, like the artists definitely had beer in mind when they, uh, when they drew this. 
exactly. Yeah, they just like they just made sure it was green because that like therefore it can't be beer, uh, and it's okay to put on a kids show. Um, but yeah, like I mean, I this is something that's like normal for every like a, like alien thing where like oh we go to a oh we go to like a uh, like a bar and everything where there's a bunch of aliens that all they do is uh, drink and get mad and fight each other. And in fact, this uh, this bar actually has an arena into it, like where like Vernon gets knocked into, and then and while like uh, the other aliens were like Vernon's like trying to get interview them and everything, uh, they start like trying to fight them and they grabbed them up and uh, I liked <laughs> I liked uh, uh, Raph over here. <laughs> he says <laughs> he says, "Hey, big creep." Get that, get that, uh, little creep. yeah, get, let go of that little creep. He was like, yeah, that little keeps our friend, kind of. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite uh, line from this uh, episode. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I'm going to memorize this line and use it in my life. You're going to use it in my life and you know, get that big creep, <laughs> that, that little keep is our friend, kind of. Then Mikey and Raph, they're now a part of this arena uh, thing as they gotta fight uh, these aliens and as they like grab uh, the weapons like all of a sudden like we see like the weapons are like more of like these like joke things because like the one that Raph gets like all of a sudden like it has like a boxing glove that comes out of a spring mm -hmm. and then like the alien he has this like lightsaber kind of thing but it ends up just tickling Michelangelo <laughs> The alien didn't even have legs. The which one didn't have legs? One the, of the oh, the alien. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they, it was a pretty funky designs. I will say of the aliens. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then um, we get some like animation mistakes um over here because there is like some brief shots where Mikey actually has like Leonardo's uh, colors. Oh really? Yeah, and it comes up again like when they they like watch it on TV. Oh, uh, and it's like uh, like yeah. So it it's like one of those blink and you'll miss it kind of thing because like he it literally has Leo's colors for like two or three frames and then switches over to Mikey's colors. Uh huh. So what about um? Isn't it we had like wrong turtle talking? We did. We did. Um, so before we have the wrong turtle talking, uh, you know, we, um, we cut to like, uh, Donatello and Leonardo and like Donatello's like, oh, the, the, the portal generator's blowing up and you see it has like sparks and everything going, uh, going up in, but as, uh, Anna was like, jumping the gun here, uh, 20 minutes, 57 seconds, what happens, Anna? Wrong turtle talking. That's right. So, uh, here is like uh, basically, uh, you know, Raph and Mikey. Uh, they get Vernon. They escape out of the. Uh, they they escape out of like the the cantina thing. Uh, they get they reunite with uh, the neutrinos and April and Irma. And all of a sudden, we hear Raphael. He says, "Hit it, Donatello!" But. It was actually Mikey's voice. Or it was, well, it was, it was Raph's voice coming out of Mikey's body. Aww. Yeah. And uh, Mike Atkins also pointed out the wrong turtle talking. So, you know, good for you guys for uh, keeping up, uh, keeping this up uh, and everything. 
So, so yeah, uh, Donatello opens the portable portal generator. Uh, you know, the big blue door opens up. Uh, the, uh, you know, the five Earthlings, they go back into Earth. As soon as they came back to Earth, the portal explodes. The, the portal generator explodes. Again, this was kind of referenced in... Uh, two episodes ago with uh, Little Rich uh, Turtle, poor Little Rich Turtle, because Dante said it blew up one too many times. Uh, so uh, here we go. This is the one too many times it blew up uh, over here. So the the writers remembered that it actually blew up. One of the one of the um, like I don't say weapons, but one of the tools that they used that was the thing that they jumped uh, like. They were jumping with it. Oh, like the pogo stick? Yes. Yeah, that's what like Raph uses to to beat up the the aliens because he gives them the pogo stick and it just like shot them in the sky. Yeah, it, it was like those uh, uh, toy thing that the kids have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, uh, the, the kids had like the little pogo stick. Exactly. <laughs> Our son has something that's like very similar uh, to it. Uh, like, you know, it's like this, like, jumper kind of thing. Uh, yeah, and actually, like, so, you know, before they leave and before everything blows up, this is like, you know, if you remember, because I totally skipped over this, but, you know, uh, Shredder uh, actually captured um, April and Irma in the, in the neutrinos, and they put them in the volcano, and they put, like, all the... Uh, the explosions uh, in there and everything. Then, like, when Ref and Mikey, like, they came and saved them, uh, they kind of moved the explosions more in the middle of the volcano. Uh, so when they leave, like, you know, Krang, like, sets off the detonators for the for the uh, dynamite or whatever explosive devices he had uh, for uh, the thing. And then it makes the volcano erupt, but it's... It spews out the lava, and it's not what Krang was hoping for. And then, like, the lava goes, and it just makes the Technodrome... Like, it just cements Technodrome more in the uh, the Dimension X. And I feel like, like we've seen this before back in Season 3 when, like, they were in the, the center of the Earth. And then, like... Because if you remember, there was at least, like, one episode where uh, they... They uh, erupted the lava in there, and then like, and then that hardened, and like they were like, "Oh no, the technodrome's more stuck." I just, um, um, I just cannot like keep up in the story. I think I can only keep up the story if it's a one line. When it keep like excitement happen and happen and happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. This I this get this episode had a lot to it. There was like, I mean, it was just like th- this was just definitely like. Every every five minutes, there was something else going on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, they just kept, like, throwing uh, stuff at um, I think at it's, it's, I think it's a weakness. Uh, I mean, it's all... Well, it's a weakness for you, but for kids, it's like, you know, because kids have a very short attention span. I mean, um, maybe, but uh, I don't know. As a, I don't know. I think as a... Uh, like a... In like making a like a like a movie or something, you shouldn't like keep uh, jumping from one place to another. But I don't know. I, I that's not my favorite. Right, right, right. No, uh, like like I said, for for kids this work because for kids they need they need something to keep going because we can't like just have like the bad guys like sit around and like talk and and do like. <laughs> 
explanations and no, that kind of stuff. No, I don't mean that. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Uh, like they keep introducing new characters, like and the the new characters like keep stuff happening to them. I'm just saying, like it has to have like um, like one. Uh, I don't know how to explain. Uh, the, I'm saying like the story has to have beginning, middle, and end, and that and that the middle only has to have one tie, not thousand tie. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying that for kids, it works because kids need something to keep them motivated. You're, you're an adult watching a kid's car- cartoon right now, so. Yeah. Like, uh, but, you know, th- this is, this is why, like, nowadays, like, the, like, the kids' uh, cartoons, like, the popular ones, like, Spongebob, um, like, they're only 11 minutes long is because uh, they just, ne- they need that short attention span over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're right. I'm an adult with <laughs> yeah. short concentration. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, so we cut back into uh, Channel 6 and where Vern Thompson is, like, furious at Vernon because all of Vernon's footage is, like, literally him, like, like when we saw like Vernon like doing all the video uh taping like with the camera like he was doing that whole selfie thing like you know before like selfies like were like you know before like we had the invention of like front facing cameras uh like you know he was like had the camera like turn towards him and everything and Vern was not happy because all this footage was just uh, Vernon, and I'm just gonna say this, uh, Vernon, if you were able to take that, those good shots of yourself, like, with the camera turned like that, without <laughs> you actually seeing it, kudos for you, 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 you you're, deserve yeah, you're whatever Pulitzer you can. <laughs> instead of just being your nose. Yeah, exactly, instead of just being your nose, trust me, I tried this, uh, like, with those big cameras back in the 90s, um, uh, and, like, you know, it did not come out good. Like, uh, like it really was just like half my face or something like that. Uh, but since April took actually like footage of like aliens and other stuff that was happening uh, in Dimension X, Burn is like, you know what? The news is gonna stay. And yeah, like, like he's like, put this on the air right now. Um, and like he's still, I don't, I as I mentioned before, I don't know what Dimension he that the news is like has like lower ratings than a talk show uh than a local talk show but it was mr thompson that he said there was a line he said he he, he said he said what is this this is good 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 good, good. That, that's what uh that's what burn thompson uh that's like one of his like catchphrases good 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 good, good. <laughs> yeah 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 that's uh that that, that that's one of his things because uh, we've heard it before I feel like I feel like this party is like kind of like your dad <laughs> yes isn't it yeah oh no I, I believe it <laughs> I 100% believe it so we cut into the sewer and we have like Splinter he comes up with his like lesson of the day kind of thing or whatever like you know he's trying to contribute over here because he really did nothing in this episode um uh, and but he was like oh my son. You, yeah, my son's. But by the way, you see, Shredder and Krang are not gone for good. And, and, and it's like when you're in the middle of season four, it is kind of like no duh. But <laughs> <laughs> but if this episode, like, you know, and it's it's funny because like 
I just remember for so, like like in the back of my head, I always like like because when we got to the the Baxter episode, like when we talked when we first started with CBS, I was like I was like I thought there was this whole sequence of like this video rental store thing. Uh, for this season premiere, and like, so as a child, I I knew that this was like m- m- supposed to be the season premiere. <laughs> uh, but but it's something like the uh, uh, I think it was Raphael. He said this. He was he was like oh like because uh because Splinter mentioned something like oh he's gonna be calling again and uh and then like, I think Raphael says like something in the lines of like oh I bet he's gonna call collect. Uh, do you know what that phrase means, honey? No. Alright, this is an old phrase. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think this is a thing anymore because of, like, uh, uh, cell phone, like, because of cell phones and everything. But calling collect was basically, you're on a payphone, but you don't, but you don't have money to make the call. So, what you do is, uh, you press, uh, zero... Uh, I believe, or maybe it was, or or maybe it was another combination of numbers, because it's been like so long, because you know we don't have payphones here in in America anymore. Um, but you, but but you would do that and to uh to call the person, and then the person answers the phone, and then you have like this uh recording says like uh this person is trying to reach out to you, um and um if you accept the charges. Uh, uh, you can talk to that person. Basically, if you couldn't, if you didn't have a quarter, the person on the other end had to pay for your phone call. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, I, as a... Usually like the kids probably did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, as a teenager, because we had, uh, we had payphones in, in high school and I need the, uh, I need to call my parents to come pick me up like after uh, drama class and everything. Uh, what I would... <laughs> what I would do would, uh, like, cause like there's, you have a brief second to say what your name is and I would just say, come pick me up. <laughs> and then like my parents would just like pick up the phone and all they hear was come pick me up. Uh, and then they hung up the phone because they knew it was me. That way I didn't have to spend a quarter and they didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have to, um, uh, you know, take the actual phone call. So, like, you know, I, I, that's how I saved 25 cents. You know, this is probably how payphones, like, went out of business because of people like me who, like, took advantage of the system. But 25 cents was, isn't it, like, was nothing? I mean, 25 cents was, like, nothing. But it was, like, but you have to do it, like, every day. Like, you know, that, that, that was $1.25 a, a week. And like you know, oh, that, that could have been that could have been spent on soda. <laughs> I mean, at that time, like a can of soda was like sixty cents. Your, but still, your parents are financially very good. Like <laughs> they could afford like one dollar. I'm sure they could have. I'm really sure they could have. But you know, um, but then we end the scene with probably the most memorable part for me. So we have like you know. Uh, Cal, uh, Kala like uh, contacts them through like this video phone because it's not through the portal because the portal exploded. But like Dantel has like this other way to contact people from Dimension X, and and she mentions that like like as she's talking to Terrell, says like oh oh you're so cute, and then like Mikey's like oh 
thank you so much. And then they're, and then Raphael's like, no, she's talking to me. He's like, no. And like, so like the, the turtles argue on which, which of the turtles that Kala, that Kala thinks they're cute. And then that's how this episode ends. But this is very, uh, this was like really, this was a really memorable scene for me. Um, but first, uh, who do you think, uh, Kala, uh, said that, uh, which turtle is cute? Um, I think I think Mikey. I mean, it has to be Mikey because, like, you know, Mikey and Nakala has like this history going on. Yeah. That, that that's what I think too. Too. Uh, so when I first saw this episode, I saw it at like one of my uh, parents' friends' house, where they had a son, and the their son was like I don't know, I think two or three years older than I was, but like he was in that age where he he should be watching cartoons, but he, he has to feel like um, he's, he's cooler and he doesn't watch cartoons when both my brother and I knew that his room was, like, full of toys. Like, you know, he still had action figures. Like, you know, don't, don't, go, in the, don't go out there and I'm pretending. I mean, you know, there was a dark period of time when, uh, when my, my friend and I, we were playing uh, a Ninja Turtles game on the uh, Super Nintendo, and I was trying to pretend like I didn't know what the turtles' names was, and he totally called me. I was like, "Don't!" He was like, "Because I mean, like I because I was at that age, because I was at the same age as that this kid was at that time, where I was like, "Oh no, I, I'm too adult uh, for this." No, 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 you're not. No, and uh, you know, same thing with me. But like, but he goes in and, and he sees the scene, and he was like, "I don't, I don't understand. They all look the same." Like and like he started, started like putting that logic in there and and like you know my brother and I were like no they're not the same because like you know we, obviously we we see them as individuals well this guy quote unquote sees the turtles as like four of the same characters which I, yes <laughs> design wise they are the same but that's how we get wrong turtle talking but like I mean he was totally trying to pull off this whole like I'm too old for this thing. <laughs> And I, this, like, really stuck in my memory, like, so much. Because, like, because my brother and I, we both said, like, oh, no, he's, she's talking about Mikey. Because, like, you know, we had that same uh, thing. I mean, I, I did like that Donatello chimed in. Hey, some people say I'm cute, too. Um, but, like, just, like, the fact that, like, some outsider came in and, like, trying to be all adult and everything was, like. Annoying. Yeah, he was, like, they all look the same. Like I'm like, man, get out of here. My brother and I were both like, get out of here. Like I was like, you have Thundercats in your in your room. Don't go don't go around and say like you never you you didn't think about this. Do I know that friend? Um I will tell you after the podcast. <laughs> Cause I kinda think I know who is it. Um, <laughs> uh, but that is it for this episode. Uh what did you think of it overall, honey? So before I say what I think, uh, I just since uh, we talked about the cute who is cuter, yeah, I just want to recommend people um, uh, like um, oh let's have let's have an imaginary imaginary uh, 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 sponsor. Yeah, imaginary sponsor. Our Who's imagine- our imaginary sponsor for this week? It's Disney. <laughs> Disney, yes. And that show, uh, the proud. The Proud Family? The, oh, The Proud Family? Yes. Oh, the my Proud God. Family. Anna, oh Anna my. like, discovered the show just recently, and she is totally in love with it. Oh, I'm so in love with it. So, uh, for whoever doesn't know, go and Google The Proud Family. I'm cuter than you. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, that, that's all. Yes. And, like, uh, total look. 
uh, makes a guest appearance in that oh. episode. So does Lizzo. Um, but more, more importantly, Tone Look. Uh, yes. Anna loves that song. <laughs> and she's been singing that song to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what did you think about Ninja Turtles, honey? Uh, as I said, I thought there was like so much going on. Uh-huh. Um, I, part of me, I feel like so much was going on. Because I really felt like this was supposed to be the season premiere. I really felt like they written this as a season premiere. And they just kind of buried it in the middle of the season instead. Yeah, I kind of like that they gave more character to... They brought Vernon like stronger. Yeah. I kind of was missing uh, Vernon. I, I, I was happy to see more of Vernon. But, um, uh, I mean, I enjoyed it. But, uh, as I said, like uh, there was some point that I was lost. No, I, I, I understand, because it, they do go from, like, place to place to place. Uh, I will say, like, um, episode structure-wise, because there was a lot of characters in it, I think it was smart to kind of leave out Donatello and and Leonardo for most of it and just have them just on the sideline just to be like, oh, hey, we're going to bring you back and that kind of stuff. I thought that was a smarter way because, like, it is... You had, like, all three neutrinos, it plus... Um, Plus, like, the three reporters and Mikey and Raph. Like, you know, it, it, was, it was, as Anna was mentioning, too many characters. Uh, you know, uh, and that did mean that, like, unfortunately, like, people, like, our, our favorites, like, Krang, Roxanne, and Bebop kind of had to take a big backseat. Because uh, they didn't get the shine as much because of uh, all the crowded areas. Uh, I, personally, this was, like, one of my most most memorable episodes like i said i got a lot of season three vibes in it and that's probably like that's probably why i enjoyed it a lot just because of like just how i like i really felt like this like i think this was a better season opener than plan plan six from channel six or if, uh, whatever the the but the the actual season four uh, opener where like roxanne and bebop they go into channel six and um, they're back to humans, but like if they're on a video camera, they're uh, they were the, the mutants again. Um, I, but I, th- I thought this one, I thought this was a good like reintroduction of them, of like Shutter and Crank trying to you know invade Earth again. Um, that, that's me personally. Um, but yeah, uh, let us know what you guys think. Uh, you know, just uh, you know, be sure to uh, comment or like you know uh, reach out to us and, and let us know what you think. But Join us next week. Next week, we are going to be talking about the episode Donatello's Degree. And I can tell you this about that of next week's episode. Uh, I just, every time I think of Donatello, I keep calling him Donna uh, because of the of next week's episode. Oh, really? Yeah, you will know why when we get to it. All right. Uh, if you have any memories or comments or questions about next week's episode, be sure to email us at turtlerecallpodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at turtlerecallpod. Uh, is there anything else you want to add, uh, honey? Mm, just I'm cuter than you. <laughs> yes, she is cuter than me. All right, till next time, guys. See ya. Bye.